to Embrace Your Beautiful Destiny, a show where we will talk about finding beauty in the most unconventional places in our lives. So every week, we'll talk about dealing with disappointment or overcoming frustration, dealing with stuff that just gets under your skin and derails you. We'll also have amazing guests on here that will be sharing their stories. So I'm your host, Shanna Strange. Let's dive in. Well, hello again. It's me. And I have some encouragement for you today. I want to talk about the favor of God. You know, really, in this season that we're living in, um, that's my little dog growling. (laughs) In this season that we're living in, favor is something we cannot live without. And I want to encourage you about the favor of God on your life and what that means, and how you can expect it, and how it's not fair. It's not fair. Favor ain't fair, y'all, but it is It is the blessing of God on His children to, to be favored. And so what, what got me thinking about this is, is, you know, because I always, always teach or speak or share with you from my own personal life. And um, so last week, uh, I decided, I just had this weird thought in my mind to just get on indeed.com and to look for work. It's it's not like my husband and I have to have it. He is working full time, but we are in a season of our life where we are really trying to paying off our to uh, pay off our debt. And if you know anything about that, man, it is like sometimes pulling teeth trying to pay off your debt. It takes forever. You have to pinch pennies and then we're living in such um shaky, turbulent times with COVID and with um, the elections coming up, everything is so unstable and we don't know, like, you know, is he going to keep his job or is he going to get laid off? It, you know, it could happen at any moment. And so I just had this weird thought the other day and I knew it was the Lord because I didn't have fear. It was more of a like take action thought, you know, and, and I just thought, okay, I'm going to get on Indeed and I'm just going to look for a remote job because I didn't, I knew I did not want to be in an office again, especially with COVID and all that. Um, I just want to work from home. That's just my heart. I'm an introvert by nature and I just enjoy, I, I, I enjoy doing things alone. I, you know, that sounds horrible to some people, but if you're an introvert, you're like, yes, I get it. And I, I like not having to go into an office and chit chat with everybody all day and then feel drained from that and then have to do all these tasks but be too tired because you're constantly interrupted you're constantly distracted um, because whatever I focus on I give all my attention to right so I was like okay I want to see if there are any remote jobs um, in the kind of field that I work in which has to do with mortgage banking and so I was like wow I came across hundreds of these jobs and I found one that just really stuck out to me. And y'all, this happened so fast. This is a favor of God. And that's why I'm telling you the story. So on Tuesday, I start looking. I find this one job. I'm applying for tons of them, you know, like probably end up applying for like 30 jobs. But on Tuesday, I had only applied for maybe five or six. But I found this one that I liked. And I went to their website. And I applied. And um, man, I was like, gosh. And I felt so good about that job. I felt like. Like that's what God had for me. And I I couldn't believe it because it just was like not what I was expecting, y'all. I mean, this is not what I wanted to do, but I felt so strongly 
that God wanted me to do it and he was going to give me favor. And so I did. And then very next day, the woman emailed me and said, can we set up um, an interview? So I interviewed with her that day, I believe. Uh, a short little quick interview. She said, I'm going to pass you on to my hiring manager. He's going to call you tomorrow. So he called me and the interview went okay. I didn't really think it was like amazing, but it was just like kind of a quick, you know, interview and kind of dry, but I didn't uh, think much of it. So I kept applying for other jobs because the interview just didn't feel like, like I was going to get it. I couldn't really tell. And they didn't call me back Friday. And so I had another really interested, I had several interested ones uh, requesting interviews, but I had another one who was like, I, we really want to hire you. I need to set up an interview with you. Can you do it Monday or Tuesday? And so I was working with them going through interview process too. Well, Monday morning, I get a call from the first one and they're like, uh, we officially want to offer you the job. And I was just like, wow, I'm telling you, it was so fast. It was so fast. And it was shocking to me. But, you know, I mean, why should I be surprised? That's the favor of God on a, a child of God. And even in terrible times, even in famine, even in drought, even in economic crisis, the people of God are not going to do without. We're going to have probably the best jobs. We're going to be uh, blessed in times of economic uh, crisis, we're going to be blessed. And, and this is biblical. You can see this all throughout scripture. You can see it. What comes to mind for me is thinking of Joseph, thinking of how God poured out his, um, you know, he poured out his blessings on uh, Joseph Well, he, for, for Egypt, but really it was for Israel. Like God provided in the time of crisis, time of famine, when everybody, all the other surrounding nations were dying, Egypt was prospering because God had, you know, given favor to Joseph to elevate him and to show him what to do. And I believe that's a picture of what God wants to do for us. Not just that, but I'm thinking about further down, you know, like 400 years later when um, Joseph's descendants, Moses and um, the Israelites are living in the land of Goshen. So this is before the, the Exodus happens, but they are um, being mistreated and, and forced into slavery, but God provides for them in the land of Goshen. And they have all this favor. They have all these, um, not so much favor with the Egyptians, what they do when they leave, they give them the silver and the gold and all that. But before that, God's pro providing for them, even though they're in slavery and they're being treated horribly. And when the plagues come, they're in the land of Goshen and the plagues didn't come there. So, I mean, just the favor of God for protection over our life. I just want to read to you what favor means. This is just a standard uh, definition. It means approval, support, or liking for someone or something. And it can also mean an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual. So, uh, I just love this, an act of kindness beyond what is due or usual, like the goodness of God showing favor, like showering us with blessings. And we like, we don't deserve most of it. Like we don't deserve like 95% of it. You know what I'm saying? Or like 99% of the things that God does for us. And I can tell you my own personal life. And I've always, always had favor with jobs. 
I don't even understand this. And um, because I'm going to be real honest here, and I'm going to say something that may not make a lot of sense to some of you because my heart was always to be in full-time ministry, to have a platform for that, to be able to speak and write and sing and, and be in front of people and be able to share my messages. Um, that was where my heart was. My heart was never in working in these jobs because I always felt like that was a distraction. It was a detour, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, um, for, for the longest time. But that's where I would have favor. So I would have like jobs literally just kind of falling in my lap. Like I would <clears throat> say one, I would say something to somebody that I knew. I'd be like, hey, you know anybody um, that might be uh, hiring right now? And they would be like, oh yeah. And then before I knew it, they would connect me with this person and I would get the job like the next day. This is insane. And I've, I've just never struggled with it. And I know if you're a Christian, maybe, um, maybe you can have that same story or maybe your story is, Hey, I've never struggled in relationships or whatever, or whatever it might be, but I've struggled with jobs. So there's areas I feel like God is, he gives us favor, but then there's some areas of our life that we wish we had favor in, but we don't. And so why, you know, why does that happen? And I feel like the areas that we don't have favor in, there there are a couple of reasons for that. One could be God is developing your character. And so he's kind of withholding that from you because maybe it's an idol for you. For me, I can tell you that not getting my way um, with the platforms that I, that I was seeking and felt like God had called me to, um, that I've had to wait on for so long and I'm still waiting on it's, it's really changed me in some ways and it's made me not self-reliance made me totally dependent on God. Um, if I, if he'd have given me that, I think I would have been, or when I wanted it, if he would have given it to me when I first thought that that's what he was you know, going to call me to, I think I would have misused it. I know I would have, I wouldn't have put people first. I, I think I would have just been kind of a, task goal oriented machine who just kind of ran over people and didn't really and it would totally have like defeated the whole purpose of what God had called me to I don't know if that makes any sense at all to you guys but he withheld like the things I wanted him to open doors for so many times he did now he did at times I'm not saying he didn't because there were a lot of there's been a lot of ministry doors that have opened for me but I would always feel like I had way more favor in, in the business world. And I, I'm thinking to myself, even now, uh, you know, going back into, into a full-time work and I'm still going to have the podcast and I'm still going to do some ministry. Um, a few years ago, this would have crushed me and I would have been like, Oh, fine. I'll just give up on the ministry. I'm just supposed to, I guess I'm just supposed to work at a stupid bank the rest of my life. I mean, that's literally the kind of character flaws that I've been dealing with for 20 something years. How selfish is that? How immature is that? So you can see why God has not opened the doors of favor in my life that I wished he would have opened all those years ago and, and now even. But I didn't actually feel that way this time. I, I thought to myself, you know, my priorities, my family, and this is something that I haven't really taught about, but uh, I did kind of talk about this in a podcast or an episode where I talked about alignment, how God was realigning families and because things were out of alignment. And I, and I do believe that that's a mark of maturity in our lives when we can um, really walk in, in, in the right priorities, even if we're not getting something that we wanted. 
we're okay with that. Like I'm at a place in my life where I don't have, um, I want to just be really careful. I don't have like a big dream anymore because I've, I've totally surrendered my life to God. So I wake up every day like a clean slate and I'm like, what do you want me to do with my life right now? What do you, I mean, do you just want me to like intercede today at my house where I'm behind the scenes and nobody knows what I'm doing? Or do you want me to go serve in a ministry somewhere? Or do you want me to serve at the church, the local church? Or do you want me to just do my own ministry out of my home or counsel people or give music lessons, like whatever? Or do you want me to go to work? And right now I feel like I need to go to work. I need to help my husband. I need to, um, you know, accomplish the goals that we have set so we can be free, freed up financially to do whatever's next in our life. And um, the favor of God is enabling us to do that. So I just want to encourage you right now that I don't know uh, what area of your life you're requesting favor in, but I guarantee you've got favor in some areas of your life that maybe you're not seeing um that you know I was just talking to my sister about this over the weekend we were talking about how we're never really grateful for like any season that we're in how we always look at whatever part of that season that we don't like or that we're missing like let's just say um it's like um how can I say this like for instance, the seasons where I had really good jobs but I wasn't getting to do the ministry that I wanted to do like I had had to step off of platforms at church and things like that. Instead of just being grateful for um, the really good job that I had and, and you know, kind of developing the relationships with the people around me at my work and just enjoying my life, I would be fixated on what I didn't have, what God had not given me favor for in that season. And I'm going to tell you, that is such such a wicked, ungrateful way to live. And that's exactly what the enemy wants us to do. He wants us to fixate on whatever, whatever we don't have right then, or whatever God's not done yet, or whatever, you know, like pertaining to this episode, whatever I don't have favor in that I want favor in and being angry and upset and entitled almost about that. And I think that entitlement is such a, a sin that's rooted in pride. It's exactly what Satan did. And the reason that he fell he was so prideful and arrogant and ungrateful for what God had given him. And I, I believe it's kind of the root of any and all sin is, is just not being grateful. And so I really want to awaken you to look at your life right now and say, what do I have favor in? Maybe it's not what I wanted it to be, but it's still beautiful. And I'm still going to be grateful and I'm going to celebrate that. Um, I think one of the most surefire ways to not move forward in your destiny is to not, not walk in gratitude and to complain about it all the time. Um, so I'm going into this season of working again, and I'm just going to be honest. I am really grateful that <laughs> I'm being careful how I say this. I am really kind of, I don't want to say proud of myself. That would be the wrong word, but I'm pleased. Let me just say that I'm pleased that I'm able to go into this season and not gr complain and gripe about it, um, but being grateful that God provided this opportunity to bless my family and knowing that um, he's still going to open doors for me, even if I'm working full time, even if I'm in a season that I don't understand, he's still going to honor his promises to me and to you. He's going to honor it. And so just 
hopefully this is encouraging you to look around you and see where God is giving you favor. And, and I want to say this about favor too. I think it's such a great indicator of God's will for your life in that season, okay? And that can change, right? Because I could be, in two years from now, God could open a different door for me and I have to stop working um, to pursue that, you know? But, but right now, it was such a clear indicator to me because it happened so fast and I felt peace, okay? So let's, let's clarify that because... The enemy could sure enough open up a door or, or you know, just send something your way that looks like an opportunity that's not from God, okay? So, but you wouldn't have peace about that probably. You would have a check in your spirit. That's that's definitely not how I felt. And so that's how I knew it was the Lord. And I knew it was the hand of God. It was the favor of God that he was opening that door. And so um, it was such an indicator of, to me of God's will for this season in my life. And it lined up perfectly with the things he had already told me a few months ago about alignment and about really focusing on my marriage and making that my priority in this season of my life, which it is, um, kind of laying everything else down and saying, okay, what can I do uh, to strengthen my marriage, to strengthen, to show my husband that I'm um, totally in this with him? Like I'm just not hanging him out to dry, but we are, we have a goal and we're, we're meeting this so important to have these kind of conversations with your spouse and to be in alignment and agreement that this is what God is, is saying. And then you can make your decisions based on that. You know, you can say, well, this is what we said God was doing. So I'm going to do this, make this decision. And then God lines up the favor to back it all up. And so I just want to read you a few scriptures uh, about favor really quick and well, not really quick, but Okay, so I love this. This is Psalms 512. And you know, um, if I were you, man, I would just write some of these down. Psalms 512. For you bless the righteous, O Lord, you cover him with favor as with a shield. I love that because the favor of God is like a protection for us. It's it's his way of protecting us from going the wrong direction. Like he he favors us, and that is in some ways like a shield around us. Um, Psalms, Psalm 90, 17, let the favor of the Lord, our God be upon us and establish the work of our hands upon us. Yes. Establish the work of our hands. I love that. Psalm 84, 11, for the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. Mm, I love it. I'm going to read it one more time because this is one of my favorites. For the Lord God is a sun and shield. The Lord bestows favor and honor. No good thing does he withhold from those who walk uprightly. And you know what this scripture really says to me is that um, I don't have to uh, beg God to favor me. It's going to happen because, uh, because of my righteousness. But that righteousness is not my own. That righteousness is actually coming from Christ. Christ has shared that with me. And when God looks at my life, if I have um, chosen to follow his son and I'm walking after the spirit, God sees that as righteousness that I put all my hope and faith and trust in Jesus. And guess what? Now he's going to treat me the way that he treats his son. Um, it's in terms of um, showing me favor, showing, being good to me, being kind to me, loving me, giving me things I don't deserve. 
And I think that is such a beautiful scripture and it's such a hopeful reminder that as we walk uprightly, because we know who we are, we know our, our identity, we know um, that our righteousness comes from Christ and we live that way, then we can expect the favor of God to almost overtake us, to be a sun and a shield. I love that. So providing warmth, we have to have the sun to live, right? We have to have resources to live. We have to have, unfortunately, jobs. And we have to have money coming in. We have to um, we have to have a shield. We have to have protection. We have to have a place to live. God's favor brings all of that about into our lives. We don't have to try to go out and earn that or try to beg for that or try to, um, and I'm just going to be really blunt here, you know, I'm all for going to college. I'm all for it, man. If that's what the Lord leads you to do, go for it. But the favor of God far outweighs college or university or the knowledge of men. So thinking that just because you go to college is going to give you favor with people, that's not necessarily true. Like God's favor is much more powerful than what men can do or what they think of you. God can override. People can just like you and they don't even know why. I can tell you that when I do interviews, they're just like, I just really, I really like you. I think you'd be a great fit. I mean, that's what the, the kind of stuff they say. I can just tell from their um, responses that, especially when it's an in-person interview, they just think, I really like you. And it's the spirit of God that's do that's moving on their heart I just think it's amazing. You know, everything is drawn to him. Like he is, when you walk with him, his presence is what brings favor in our lives. So I'm going to read you some more. Um, yeah, Luke 2.52, this is about Jesus. It says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. Now that's interesting that Jesus could increase in favor with God and with man. What What is that all about? That would be really good just to have a podcast on that. How did Jesus increase? And I believe it's it's his obedience to God and his commandments and him walking uprightly. I think that when we do that, um, God's favor is drawn to us and doors open that we could never open by our own means, by our own efforts. Hmm. I like this too. It never says favor, but it kind of alludes to it. And the Lord God will guide you continually. This is Isaiah 58, 11. The Lord God will con guide you continually and satisfy your desire in scorched places and make your bones strong. And you shall be like a water garden, like a spring of water whose waters do not fail. And that's what we do. I mean, that's, that's the Lord's presence in our life. Oh, I love this. This is Esther. 2, 15 through 18. When the turn came for Esther, so she's going before the king, the daughter of Abihel, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his own daughter, to go to the king, she asked for nothing except what Haggai, the eunuch, who had charge of the women, advised. Now Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. Now this is unreal. Unreal. And when Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus into the royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Tibet, in the seventh year of his reign, the king loved Esther more than all the women, and she won grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins, so that he set the royal crown on her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. 
Then the king gave a great feast for all his officials and servants. It was Esther's feast. He also granted a remission of taxes to the provinces and gave gifts with royal generosity. This is amazing. So not only is he favoring her, but because of her, he granted a remission of taxes and gave gifts <laughs> with royal generosity. He's like, man, he just he just couldn't help himself. He's so moved by her and he's so taken up with her. I mean, this is incredible, the favor of God. Like, think about this for a minute. Out of all of the women in this, we're talking about a huge, huge uh, province, huge um, civilization of people. What would have been like Persia? Um, and, and so the Jews were definitely the, the minority, right? Out of all of those, he, she finds favor with him. He's, he's so taken with her. Not just him, but it says that Esther was winning favor in the eyes of all who saw her. This is incredible. I, I think that, and, and it wasn't because, I'm going to say this really, I mean, this was a woman of virtue. This was not a woman who was running around in crop tops and uh, really short shorts and everything was hanging out and she was provocative and seductive. This was a woman of character and held herself with nobility. And everyone was just so taken by her. But really what it was, was the favor of God on her life. The presence of God on her was so strong. And really, that's, that's what we need to survive, what we're going through. We need the favor of God on us. That when, um, you know, it comes time, like people might be losing their jobs all around us and we're praying for them. I'm not saying that, that they don't matter. But I am saying that God's going to take care of his own and it just favor ain't fair, y'all. It's just not fair. People who don't choose Jesus, they're just not going to have the favor that Christians do. I mean, not really. They may have some favor and God may be merciful. But I believe that we are living in a time where we cannot afford to live without the favor of God. And I just wanted to spend, you know, some time and, and just encourage you because the truth is um, you are favored by God. You are favored by God. I want to read you um, one more thing before I close today. This is Genesis 39, 4. This is about Joseph. So Joseph found favor in his sight. Um, this is Potiphar's house. And attended him, and he made him overseer seer of his house and put him in charge of all that he had. So do you are you wanting a promotion at work? It's going to be the favor of God that gives you the promotion. <laughs> I'm not saying don't work hard. Honestly, I think that Joseph did work hard and he was so good that that's why he got promoted. I think Christians should be the best workers, the best business owners, the best servants, um, the best government officials. Christians should be top notch. Their excellence should be off the charts. And, and when it comes time for promotions, they should be getting them. Because they do such a good job, but there's also the favor of God at work. And so I want to just challenge you to, to find a place of favor in your life right now. Even if it's not what you want it to be, and it's, it's in a different area. Okay, well then, if it's in a different area, then this may be God's will for my life right now. And, and learn how to be grateful for that, and learn how beautiful that is, and to treasure it. 
and to know that God is um, faithful and that he's with you and that his presence opens doors that you could never, ever open on your own. Yeah, so that's what's on my heart this, this week, friends, and I hope that's a blessing and an encouragement to you to look to the hills where your help comes from, right? Our help comes from the maker of heaven and earth, right? So be blessed, and I will uh, talk to you guys next week. Hey friends, thanks for joining me on this episode. I hope that you enjoyed it. Here are some ways that you can connect with me. You can go to Facebook and look up Shanna Strange Ministries. You can go to shannastrange.net to my website, or you can go to Instagram. It's Shanna underscore strange. I'll see you next week.